0: Welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Bowie, and we are actually doing something a little bit different today. I am recording our intro at the end of our episode because this guest was so great. We literally just hopped into conversation. So, you will hear us just hop directly in conversation and talk about how he grew a fantastic business, how he gives back, how he's grown his team and culture, and we don't even want to stop that conversation. So I am coming back at the end of the episode to record our intro. It's so a little bit different, but I wanted to give you guys an introduction to our guest. This guest is an incredible person and a really good friend of mine. This is Duke Alexander Moore, who owns Duke. If you are in the business entrepreneurship tax community on TikTok or Instagram or even Twitter, you've probably seen him at the handle at Duke Loves Taxes. He is so passionate about making personal finance and taxes easy and like more useful to understand, those words were not good, about making personal finance and taxes a little bit more understandable for creators and entrepreneurs. So Duke runs Duke Tax, which is a membership-based tax and accounting concierge business that specializes in helping creators and entrepreneurs alleviate stress around taxes by providing tax, business formations, bookkeeping, and audit protection services. Duke Tax was founded by entrepreneur and content creator Duke Alexander Moore, EA, who has amassed more than 3.8 million followers across his social platforms. Duke gained popularity on social media by changing the narrative around personal finance by making it fun and engaging and providing easy to understand tax education. Today, Duke Tax is run by a team of entrepreneurs and tax specialists who are committed to supporting people who don't have traditional nine to fives. Duke has been featured. Literally everywhere, including Good Morning America, CNN, Forbes, Entrepreneurship, Bloomberg, Business Insider, and so much more. Today, Duke Tax helps thousands of entrepreneurs navigate complex tax situations and feel better about the attention they're receiving so they may feel free to do what they really love create. You guys are going to hear us hop directly into conversation in just a few seconds. And I am so excited. Stay tuned because this episode is not one you want to miss.
1: Thank you, yeah, because me, I like, I'm at the point now, it's like, and I, I try to teach this those levels to starting a business and being an owner. So it's like, one, you're just like, you're a small business owner, which is you're just starting out, you're getting started. And then the next level is you're now a CEO. And typically when you're a CEO, these are just my terms, I am sweating. this is not on Google, this is some shit I made up. So don't be trying to fact check me like, oh, he's wrong. No, damn it, this is what I made up. So I feel like the next level is like CEO, CEO is like where you're like, figuring out what you want, you may be starting to niche down and then you're hiring a team and so forth. And then I believe like that entrepreneur level where, where most people are at, it's like we are not even typically working in the business. It's kind of like running itself. You have different teams in like different areas. And so that's up in between like that CEO and entrepreneurship where it's like, I don't have to be inside the business for it to actually run, but I'm not fully there because in order for the business to run to continue to produce uh, revenue, I have to create content. So that's just the last thing that I gotta remove myself from is like the content creation ports portion and that way the business can still run. Other than that, like I could be in the hospital for a month and everyone knows what to do. I don't have to check in um we have meetings twice a week. They know how to run those meetings and so forth. So it's just like delegating a lot. There's a team of 17 of us. And like, I can honestly say Duke Tax should run the way it is right now. I don't know if it could continue to scale and grow without me in it and getting new leads. But as far as what we have in right now, if someone sends us a referral, I do not have to be in the business for it to, for it to run.
0: I just go straight yeah. to Austin. So yeah. you're good. You see,
1: building a team is so important. I think the hardest part with, with building a team, because I always told myself, I'm not on building a team. I don't need a team. I believe the hardest part with building a team is learning just to trust others. Oh my God, I got to give them my password. Yeah, you got to give them your password. I'm last password. I as user. And now we have people that have access to my social media. So it's like, three or four people on my team that have my password to my social media to the point where I'm like, that's how I'll never, but now I'm just like, you got to trust them here. If, cause if I lose my social media, we, we lose everything. But the pros and cons is that like, they help me like run my social media. So I barely post on Instagram. Like only time I post on Instagram is my story. Other than that, like all of my actual posts, it's, it's just my team. My TikTok, sometimes I post that, but it's just like my team. Like I'm just mainly behind the camera, but as far as like, running it and everything, like, for example, like this podcast, as soon as I get done, we'll send it to my team and they'll know they'll turn it all into short pieces of content and get it posted like everywhere so yeah that's the importance of a team
0: i want to back up yeah. a little bit and say you've just explained to us like where you are today and that is so inspiring yeah. and we love that but i know that there is a whole background the Maybe not everybody knows about where you actually came right. from and the start of your experience. So first off, did you ever think this would be your life today? No,
1: it's still not. Chrissy, I'm still waiting to wake up. This is about to be the longest dream I've ever had. I don't know what they gave me at the hospital, but this is this is just, it's just wild. But yeah, you're right. I never expected to be in this type of situation. Two or three years ago, I was homeless. You know, I was living outside of my truck. I wasn't homeless, homeless, like where you see people like on the street, but I did not have a place to call home. I was either standing at a friend's house. I was dating this girl at the time named Maggie. I was fortunate enough to stay with her. Uh, I would rent, like, motel rooms or, like, a hotel rooms. Because, you know, we were dating at the time, but, like, we would have our falling out. And I'm I'm like, damn, I ain't got nowhere to go. So I'd be, like, sleeping in my truck or, like, in a hotel room. Kenneth, you know, him as well, I I would stay there sometimes. So it's it's definitely been a struggle I've had with the, like, bankruptcy and, like, everything. So. There's no way in heck that I would have myself in this type of situation to have experienced like the depression, like the suicidal, the anxiety. And I don't understand if I would have looked back and tell myself like when I was going through that, hey bro, like you're going to be like you're going to be this. Sh-. Are we allowed to cuss on here or we don't cuss? Or- Go for it um, dude. I'm like I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like damn bro, like you're going to be the shit. And I'm like if I would have told myself that a couple years ago, then I'm just been like man yeah, why? So it's still unbelievable. I don't understand why I was given this opportunity or this life, but I feel like I do have a purpose now and a purpose in life to educate others and to provide like tax services to content creators and entrepreneurs. But yeah, I I would never have imagined for me to be in a position right now. And I'm very uh, thankful uh, for the position I'm in.
0: So when you went from being in that position of very nearly homeless, not having a steady career, what motivated you to say, OK, I'm going to start this business. This is going to be my future and I'm going to take mm, it seriously.
1: What was that turning point? I would say the turning point was when I lost everything. There's like nothing. I didn't have a job. I lost my truck. It got repoed. I was drinking. Shout out, you know, 211 still reserves. <laughs> I was like, All the things like heavy. And I guess it comes to the point where you lose everything. So to me, it came to the point where I lost so much that I have nothing else to lose. So I'm, going to, I'm going to take a risk. That's all. That's all what life is about, and entrepreneurship is about. It's taking risks. But when you have nothing to lose, you have nothing to gain. So I'm just like, you know, forget it. Like, let's just start this business. So that was a true turning point, losing it all. And I would never wish someone like to be in that situation. But you always hear success stories about people who have been through some type of hardship. Are been through that, and it's like I now relate. I now can understand because it takes like going through that to truly understand what you have to lose and what's what that risk. So I would say truly like that was a turning point. But the the most significant turning point where things start to take off was definitely like getting on social media. The one person who definitely motivated me the most on social media was his name was Kenneth Smith. He's one of my best friends. He helped me stay when I was like at a place had a place to stay because of him. When I was like going through the things that I were going through. And I was like, dude, what is wrong? It's like, you met Kenneth. He is not a normal individual. I'm like, what the heck? We I love, love Kenneth. Kenneth. I love Kenneth. I'm like, this guy, is am normal. The reason why I say he's not normal because the way he was so passionate about creating content, like, he'd be creating. Like, I would create content, but then he was like, no, bro, I'm finna create this content. I'm finna make this video. Like, I'm like, and it's like, when TikTok wasn't nothing, like, yeah, I'm finna be on it. Like, it's like, man, like every, every video, like, we got like, hey, bro, this one, this video right here, this one, 5 million views. Watch, he'll post it. 30 views. All right, bro. Like this one? Bro, no. This one. He is the most positive
0: person. You need someone like that in your life. Even whenever we're hanging out, he's like, no, Chris, the number. He sent me a file after we were at VinCon. He sent me a file of videos. And he's like, here you go. Like supporting, encouraging. Like one of these will take off. That's going to change your life.
1: He's amazing. If it wasn't for him. I believe I will not be where I'm at because it was like you said, it was that type of like positivity and I talk a lot of shit around him just because he's my best friend, but just like, it, it means, I mean, no harm. It's just the way I, I talk and communicate, but I definitely like would give a lot of credit to uh, Kenneth Smith. You guys can check him out. K Smith credit. He does like a lot of like things with debt. Uh, if you guys need help with debt, I would say check him out. Uh, that's my word.
0: So when you were coming into this social media space, I know it's important to kind of have a, a goal. And I don't want to say a persona, but like how you are going to approach social media. So when you came on and you said, I'm going to market my business, like what do you want others to feel
1: from your great, great? Actually, when I started, my whole goal was just like to educate others. Like I had a business at the point, but it was never like, oh, I want leads. I want leads. It was just honestly about creating content, creating content just to help people. And I, and I believe that's one thing, like when, when we ask entrepreneurs get into the space, it's like, oh, I got to get leads, I got to make money, which that should never be the case because if you focus on that goal, like you're going to be like you're gonna get be upside because there are these vanity metrics when it comes to social media that there's things that we just cannot control. You can give it your all, everything that you got and like, it does not perform well. And then there's a video that where you just barely try and it takes off. And so the goal of social media is just to truly educate others. And then the byproduct should be like generating leads or making money or like growing your income. That should always be like accidental. There could be a, a food purposeful post where you're like, okay, let me talk about this post like the generate leads. I, I feel like that should always be like a byproduct. But the true concept of social media should be just to educate and entertain others. It's no different if you were on your for you page and you saw every video about like. Hey, check out my business. 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 And then you see one video, a like, dude that's skydiving. You may stop and kind of like watch that one for a little bit longer and they teach you like how to skydive. Hey, here's the top three fears of skydiving. Man, one day I was skydiving and I almost lost my life. And I give you a story and they educate the entertainment. Then let's say if you go, you swipe again, oh, check out my business. No one wants to see that. So it's always like educating, entertaining, and then finding a creative tip to throw your business in there. So... My whole thing was just like educating and then it just happens on accident. As long as you have people are not dumb. And so that's the thing that I we need to say. People are not done. They know how to click a link in the bio. Sometimes a call to action does help, but TikTok does not using call to actions. But live going live helps a lot. everyone wanted to generate leads, but like the whole purpose of social media, in my opinion, should be like just educate others.
0: And Duke, you have, I want to say, almost 4 million followers across all your platforms at this point. Is that right? Something like, yes. So it sounds like all of this has kind of come from, and we'll see this, I think, a little bit more in your story because I know you personally, but everything you do, it comes from a heart of service and giving back. And Duke, I'm going to tell you right now, that is why you have, I don't want you to say like why I was chosen because you said that earlier, like you did it for for yourself, right? And so... I think there's this line of, you were so committed, not just in this way, in a few more ways that we'll talk about in the future, to being of service to people and giving back in your business. That, that has come back to you tenfold.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, thank you for that. Of course.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so talking about that, I do want you to give our audience a little bit of information on, you know, your business has been successful at this point, incredibly successful. You just said you have 17 team members. You could have been but, in the hospital for a month. We hope enough. you weren't, but, and it would have run successfully. So now that you have achieved this level of success, I know you are so dedicated and so motivated to giving back to the community, whether or not you threw money, whether that be through service. So can you give us a little bit of insight into how you do that and how you've leveraged your business to kind of give back
1: yeah so one of the things that i believe in is if you're ever given an opportunity that you create an impact i leave like on um, the world like i think mm, listen you know how we have following count on social media i believe there's a following count in the afterlife about how many people that you impacted, and then based on that like you get to decide where you go i'm not super religious or anything like that but i believe in impacting others so one of the things that we've done, I know you're a part of this as well, is like we had like a giveaway Like we, we speak to all of our team members. What is something that's passionate to you? Because we just had this influx of money and like yeah, I think we literally like $10,000 and we just went around and just supporting other causes. Like what is some passion to you? If we had one person say, like, oh, I want to give back to a family. Uh, I want to give back to an adoption center. And this is why. So. I believe, like, doing that, like, giving back is also would be, like, it's, it's encouraging the team members, like, hey, we're here to support you as well. And they're also able to impact that. So it was great to see at the end of the day, like, we were able to help find, like, we were able to provide medicine to a dog shelter for a year for a dog. That's a dog's life that we just, a couple dogs' lives that we just saved. We were able to feed the homeless and get back to the homeless. And we just, I think we provided, like, 10,000 meals with with the money that we donated, which which is definitely great. It, it may be, and at the... The maximum level, like middle school to some, but when it is a contribution of other people, let's say I'm doing this and then you're doing this and then other people are motivating, it adds up just as if it was compounding interest. So we definitely believe in giving back, creating an impact as well.
0: Yeah. And just to kind of give a summary of that, because like Duke said, I did get the opportunity to be a part of this day, which was so fun and so exciting. And literally what Duke did was he said, you guys, we had an incredible month. So let's sit down and talk about causes that are important to every single one in his community and how we are going to give back to those places and service those places. And Duke even, we went to a place that was important to Duke as well, which was so fun. And each member of his team really got a chance to give back to something that was important to them. So I yeah. thought that it was incredibly cool that within two, three years of you really running a successful business, you started giving back. So what to you made this be, you know, it's so easy to look at having a like surplus, quote unquote, I'm saying in quotes, because like we all know there's never like a true surplus of money. Like what for you from, I don't want to say from a business perspective, it's like a business and a personal perspective made you say, this is the time to start giving back. Instead of saying, I could take this money Thrown into my business I could you know whatever like why is early in your business still a good time to start doing yeah
1: and uh, that's a good question so this is why I need someone like ask to help because all the decisions I make, uh, which is which is sad which makes me sad to say as like an entrepreneur and owner but that's why you need people on your team that are better than you mine is all gut it's just straight gut it's just like a gut feeling there's no okay we have enough money I, that's what I have, at, like Ashley, she's on her team. She does, uh, yeah, guys, I do taxes in the county, but I don't do my own taxes and I do my own bookkeeping. My team does that. I'm like this, the strategist, the person who likes to think of things. I don't prepare. I can prepare a tax return, but I don't. The finances actually helps me take care of that. So I am just I just ask my team, hey, can we do this? But yeah, we can do this. So it's all from, I would say straight from the gut. It's never planned. It's really like last minute. And that's person something I need to work on because I do a lot of things last minute. But. There's there's feeling I believe every entrepreneur, every small business we all have this, this gut thing and then we kinda like listen to the gut and it's it's something that we truly can explain. So when it decides like to give him back, like that instant was just like randomness, it was gut. I actually asked the team at first, it's like, Hey, would you guys rather do a trip or get back? Hey, we can do like a trip to Hawaii. It may not be like super cool, but you guys wanna do a trip to Hawaii? And they're like, No, no, I would rather get back. So we just rented a spinner van, we drove around, we got to bond with each other. As well so i would say to answer that question like when do you decide it when if gus says it's time to do it but other than that i will uh, reach out to like my team like ashley say hey is this something we can do it's something we can afford
0: and i think that's, it's not just yeah. you that's definitely a common theme among entrepreneurs who are really in that ceo role like you said there is someone who is the strategist and then there are right. people supporting them and maybe pulling them back. This is actually what I do right. with a lot of my clients. They're like millions of dreams, and we're like, wait, can we actually okay. execute? Right. So I think there are all of those roles in a business. So you just mentioned that your team was even incredibly on board with this. So how are you able to cultivate a culture of people where they were just as supportive of this business venture as you
1: are? Yeah. So it's all about involving them. So it can never be about me. So it's like, hey guys, here's $2,000. What could you do to make an impact? So as entrepreneurs, we cannot do everything. ourselves. I'm a delicate master without this guy. So it's like, if I want to get back, I, I'm not going to sit there and like plan this. Involve your team in every decision that you make because they're, they're here as well. So in order to motivate them and get them involved, it's like, what do you, like I asked each what do you care about? What's important to you? And they all told a story like, oh, you know, I would want to give back to here because, and we all learned a little bit more. Like, oh, I would want to give here because you know, unfortunately my dad passed away because of like cancer or something like that. One was like, Oh, you know, because when I was, like, homeless, I didn't have anywhere to eat. Like, this place would give me, like, free food, and I I really want to talk to the lady that gave me free food. Austin's like, yeah, because I adopted my dog here, and he passed away, so I want to get back to Operation Kindness. So we definitely involve our team and motivate our team by making sure that they are part of the impact, and it feels like that because they are rewarded for the hard work as well. So let's just say I want to give back to the people that helped me, which is fun. I'm pretty sure everyone's still tag along, but they may not be as involved or as caring as if we were to involve them as well. So instead of it being all about me, let's just decide it, divide it evenly, and let's support a cause that's important to you.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important. One of the things I've been having a lot of conversations about lately is that I don't think people are as motivated by things we think they are, right? So not necessarily just money motivated. As human beings, we're more like emotional fulfillment. I think that's like the right term. Like, yes, we need money to live. But what does like having a good job matter if we are not feeling good about what we are doing? So I've noticed a huge trend in elevating company cultures and people carrying a lot where they're working and about that. So I not only think that that makes your company better, that also makes the people who work for you, that means awesome people want to come work for you. So they are getting fulfillment out of that. I literally saw you posted like a job opportunity the other day and then your email was full, right? Like I think that speaks to that.
1: Yeah. And so I think it's super important. So this is for anybody. One of the things that I use in my business, even if you like read the job post, I make it when I don't I don't like to say the things like like hire or employees, like we're either like a fam or or a team. So I want people to come on board to feel like they're building something like with us. You're not like you can ask the team like, oh my gosh, she's my boss. No, I'm your coworker. Like we work together and so for like, no, you're the boss. No, dude. Like we're we're in this definitely together. There's just certain phenomena called what's called the IKEA effect, where people are more involved in something when they feel like they built it, for example ikea has very mediocre like quality of furniture whereas if you look at it in a store the average person will rate it maybe a 7 out of 10 okay yeah that sofa is like a 7 out of 10 that dress is like a 7 out of 10 whereas the person who actually bought it may rate it like a 9 out of 10 where first to them is maybe a 7 out of 10 but the two extra points comes because maybe they had they had to build it together Maybe they assemble it to all together and all oh, dude it's backwards and they had to take it all apart and, and then put it all together. <laughs> oh, man, we're missing the screw. And they're like, oh, and maybe they're building it with their family or they're building it with their kids or they're building it with somebody else. So that way they feel like they're more attached to it because they're truly building something. Whereas if something's already built, it may not have that significant value. So I said, I take that same principle and I implement it within a business. Let's build this together. So even if you look at like the job post yesterday, it's not even like, hey, we're hiring. It's more like, hey, guys, I need some help. And let me know if you have free time to help build Duke Tech. Hey, I'm looking for help. Now, of course, it's a job post, but it's the way I word it. It's more like, I need help building this business. Does anyone have free time to help me? Here's what I'm looking. Here's what it would look like. And here's the one-year vision. So when people feel they're more part of a team and helping build something, whereas like the, the boss is just in like control of everything, you have you have two different mindsets. So one of the things I want to teach is, of course, how to recruit talent and find talent. And it all starts with changing the mindset as the employer-employee versus team. You guys are working together. They are helping you build something. Yeah, you're hiring them. Yeah, you're an employee. But let's talk about it. Let's just structure it a little bit different. Another thing I say is there's no set hours. You can work whenever you want. Every time I've said that, Christy, they still work at set certain hours. They're contractors, they still will wake up and do everything they do because they're truly passionate and they truly love about it. I always try to find people who want to work for who will damn near work for free because those the other are, are, are the best type of people. You can say, hey, no set hours, but someone who truly cares and wants to help build this thing, they're going to put in so many more hours that that, that you can even imagine. So it's just like changing the scope. Hey, there's no set hours. You know, you can work whatever you want. They're still going to be up. Like everyone on my team, everyone I that has said that it has worked. So. That's kind of, like, how I've done it. Like, make sure they're part of building something.
0: Yeah, I think that's so inspiring to look at your business and say, there's 17 mm-hmm. people, like, truly bought yep. into this. Just take a second because that is so incredible. I don't know if there's 17 people who are bought into, like, having dinner at mm-hmm. my house. So, yeah. Really, it's such an inspiring thing to see. And I, I love talking about that dynamic of you're a coworker, especially when you want people to bring things to the table. I think that's something that I, for me personally, it's been okay. I know, probably similar to you, I know where I do not have areas of strength and I need someone to come in and leverage their areas of strength. I am not your boss because, I'm, and I'm not going to teach you how to do that because, quite frankly, I don't yeah, know. True. Right. So you need people who are going to come in and use their areas of strength. So I love hearing that. And I think that's incredibly useful for our listeners to hear what has really contributed to the success. Mm -hmm. So I know we kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent, but I do want you to, I want to give you a chance to introduce a little bit more about what your firm is, what they do if our listeners are here. I love love Duke. want to work with him, want to talk to him. Yeah,
1: so we are a a tax membership concierge service so we are a it's a white glove experience where we specialize in content creators and entrepreneurs our whole goal and purpose is to alleviate all the stress when it comes to bookkeeping and taxes so we our goal of the membership is just to kind of take care of everything it's so very similar to if you were to a resort at the four season or it's like you're at, you're on an all-inclusive vacation where everything's just taking care of you That's the golden mindset that we have when it comes to our tax services. So it's like the bookkeeping, it's the quarterly meetings, it's consultations, it's like tax strategy. So our goal is for our members just to pay one price and get the services that they need throughout the year.
0: So smart. We love it. And especially as a business owner, knowing that everything is taken care of, one of the hardest things in business, yes, it's getting all of this done, but it's also not knowing what you don't know, right? Because how many people are like... I didn't even know I needed to do this or file this or whatever that looks like.
1: Right,
0: 100%. Yeah, so I think that's so awesome. And if I have so many people who I have sent to Duke who <laughs> say great, yeah. babe. Literally, we weren't recording, but I told him this more yeah. earlier. Maybe we weren't yeah. recording. They, I sent one earlier. So you, you guys, if you are interested in talking to, working with Duke, we are going to link all of his links in the show notes and you are I believe on all platforms at Is yes. That correct? It is. Perfect. Yeah. So go find him on TikTok, Instagram. TikTok is actually where Duke and right. I connected because we figured out we lived right. in the same city so you guys well we used to, all right? but so it's a great opportunity to connect duke really does talk to his family on there so duke i am just so thankful for you taking the time to be here with us today is there anything before we
1: close out thank you for having me this was definitely great i'm so honored to be here and i'm gonna say thank you for coordinating this with natalie because i know i am i'm telling you christy you spoke to my team i'm like oh my gosh christy sent me an email natalie can you respond like I, I yeah, I would like to say, if not, just listen, like, thank you for, of course, like, putting this together. I'm truly like nothing without my team. So like, yeah, you guys go out there and kill it. If you're thinking about starting your business, please do. Don't hesitate to do it. There's no fear when it comes to us. But thank you, Christy, for having me.
0: Amazing. Thank you, Duke. And to our listeners, be sure to look at the show notes, connect with Duke and follow along. We'll see Thanks. you next week.